Hello and welcome to I Am Geek, and this is episode 48, and I am Ryan Street here with my co-host Chris, my brother, and our good pal, Chris Catron. Uh, how you guys doing tonight? Doing good? Oh, yeah. Wonderful. Good. Wonderful. Yeah. This is episode 48. We're getting close to 50. We're coming up on that year mark. We've almost been doing this a year. Can you believe that? Yep. A year of our yep. lives. We just crazy. renewed the, the, um, the web domain name, IamGeekShow.com. I uh, just renewed it right before the show. It expired today, so that that tells us something. And it's we've renewed for two more years, folks. So woohoo! We got to, to do this for two more years. We cannot get out of it. <laughs> oh, so. so just go on there. Go go on IamGeekShow dot com. Listen to some stuff. Buy some T shirts. All that fun stuff. Um, but tonight again, we we say it seems like it's become a weekly thing now. <laughs> We're opening Chris's animator's vault, and he's bringing out one of his friends to be on the show yet again. He's got him. He, he stores him in there or something. It's, it's bigger it's than nice. the Disney vault, I think. It's a nice place. I'm running low, though, on friends, I'm pretty oh, sure. Well, got to restock it. Get out there. Anyways, uh, but if you are listening to this, which means you're probably a geek of some sort, you have definitely probably watched one, at least one, probably more of the movies that our guest has had a part in creating. He has animated on such movies as Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, uh, Zootopia, Big Hero 6, Amazing Spider-Man 2, Cloudy with the Chance of Meatballs 2, Hotel Transylvania, The Amazing Spider-Man. I could go on and on. Um, he's also done... Rock Dog. Rock Dog, well... <laughs> I wasn't going to bring it down, but if we're going to... you gotta you, you got to kind of weigh it in there and make, make sure, you know... It depends if you consider what I did animation on that one. <laughs> That is true. I saw what he did. And he was, yeah. But anyway, not only has he done movies, but he's also done video games. Popular Crisis 2 and Red Dead Redemption. Our guest tonight is Alex Snow. Hey, Alex, how you doing? Hey, how you going? <laughs> how are you going? I'm almost able to make a sentence. <laughs> right. sentence. It sounded really uh, impressive coming from you. Oh, good. Well, when well, I think about it, I'm like, I did work on that. Oh, well, yeah. I tried. It's I, just a blur. I mean, I was going to leave out Rock Dog to really boost your ego, and then Chris yeah. had to bring it down. Well, and like, no, I no. Bring it down. You did Rock Dog, too. Remember that movie? I got to bring it down. <laughs> yeah. That's fair. Uh, now, that when, was I, still fun. when I Googled the IMDb, because I wanted to see what all you did, there was two that popped up, and I had a hard time figuring out which one was you, because there was. This Alex Snow uh, that did all these movies, and then there was Alex Snow, the Shark Wrangler, and I'm like, which one is it? Is uh, it the Shark Wrangler. It's both. <laughs> it's both. It's it's both. Yeah, amazing. It's tough, uh, but in every contract, I have to get like from three thirty to four thirty off. Those are when the, <laughs> the the sharks get a little too wild. <laughs> I don't know. I have no idea who that is. Yeah. There's always another one. When I was in college, there was another one. That's why I like a lot of my stuff is Alexander M. Snow. Oh, uh, gotcha. Because at college, it was like uh, there was another Alexander Snow in animation. And I was like, well, if he he's a, he's a few grades above me, so he's going to hit it first. And then I don't think he ever did anything. I, I, I don't know where he ended up, but he, <laughs> he will didn't even forever do, have caused me chaos. You, you absorbed him into yourself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there can only be one. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah, but there's always another one. And you should I'm take credit for the Shark that. Wrangler. That, that's pretty cool. Like, yeah. I, sometimes I'd that. probably rather be Shark Wrangler. <laughs> I think that'd be more impressive to some people. Outside, I think the podcast. job title. I think the job title is about the same sometimes. So I think that's about right. Yeah. So. <laughs> that, if I ever become a supervisor, that what I what I force people to call me. <laughs> Shark Wrangler. Shark yeah. Wrangler. That's the credit in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Well, not only My have you writer, Shark Wrangler, Shark, you do it all, making the cartoons and doing the, and wrangling sharks. Uh, <laughs> so, not only do you have this impressive resume in front of us here, uh, which I didn't even name all of them, um, but uh, like our guest last week, you've sort of ventured off and sort of started your with, with some of your buddies, some of your friends, started your own stuff that you're um, working on to put out into the public eye. And you chose some characters that, you know, there's, it's big shoes to fill. You chose Batman, Superman, Robin, and Poison Ivy, I believe, right? Those are the four yep. characters. And yep. I, I know I'm going to mispronounce this, but I'm just going to say it anyways. It's called the Vinox Appetite. Sounds good. That's good how I'm saying it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also probably mispronouncing it. Um I can explain the name a little bit. Basically, uh, the story revolves around mainly Poison Ivy and Batman, and then and then there's a little bit of Superman, and then Robin's um, kind of like a guest appearance, at least as of now. Um, but we wanted to include her in the poster, and it just fit right. Um, but Vinok's appetite is uh, Vinok is Ukrainian word for a flower wreath or a, f- a flower crown, basically, and appetite is a, a green usually green gem. Uh, um, and so the story is based around poison ivy breaks in to what I'm calling the Gotham museum of art, um, like Goma. And, um, she breaks in, steals this jeweled crown, this jeweled flower crown. Um, and that's kind of where the story starts. So you can see in like the Indiegogo video of her kind of coming in. That's, that's kind of, that's the first time we see a character, of her coming in and kind of seeing the the crown for the first time, and then she tries to steal it. Batman shows up, and and the short kind of continues. Cool. And for those that haven't seen it, it's two D animation, which looks awesome. Like, yeah, the style so is amazing. Nice. I, I um, is it just indie indiegogo dot com slash. Slash a whole bunch of stuff. Slash a whole bunch of stuff. We'll put we'll put <laughs> yeah. it in. The I'm sure if you. Okay, cool. Yeah. And if I'm sure if you type Vinox Appetite, it's the only one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I just thought it sounded cool. It sounded like a monster that's hungry. So I was like, <laughs> that sounds cool. And then it has a meaning. Um, but yeah, if you look Indiegogo Vinox Appetite, I'm sure it will pop up and be an image of Man and Superman. Yeah. I love the style. What What made you decide to go sort of this style for the animation? Um. So right now I'm trying to like outside of work experiment and, and grow as kind of the director creator role, um, kind of like leading a team and learning from that and, and also learning from directing, um, kind of give yourself your, your own opportunities. And uh, a little while, two years ago, I released, coming up on two years ago, I released a um, a quick kind of proof of concept for a show idea I created 
Um, and that was kind of my first adventure into this film. And I had a lot of fun and I met a lot of great artists uh, by doing that. Um, that one's called Koji. That's also online. And, uh, and I'm still working to get that moving and finding a direction to go with that. And um, hopefully I'll have some news uh, for that project coming up soon. But, um, yeah, I just had a really fun time. And the, and the nice thing about Tootie is you can kind of just jump jump in if you have the team like you with with cg you have to do a lot of pre-production with you design the characters and then guess what you gotta model the backgrounds you gotta get the camera work working you gotta like rough it in then you gotta nail it down with the animation to animate you gotta model the character you gotta rig them you gotta tweak the rigs to make sure when you you know once the rig is in so you can move it that doesn't mean when you do this it's gonna look like this it's gonna look like (laughs) <laughs> who knows what so yeah. it's like it's it's this long process and you got texturing shading lighting all that stuff and you know once you get a lot of that front end stuff done the back end moves a lot faster so animation in 2d it ends up kind of taking around the same time um if you already have the team together because the 2d animation just continues to take a long time um, cause you know, you do that, then you got to lock down the backgrounds and you got to color everything. And then you got to, it's every frame, you know, if you have a change that blows up everything with CG, you can make changes easier. Um, mm-hmm. and that's why it's so important to have a team you can trust and you get along with and you're, um, you know, you can get your ideas across with. And, uh, also as a director, you got to be loose enough. That's why knowing the process helps, uh, so much and having been on the other end of it. Even in CG, you get notes that you're like, this person does not understand what it takes, uh, <laughs> you know, to do that note. If they also just it's like when there's a big project, budgets kind of get lost. Um, mm-hmm. And so doing these things, you see how efficient you can be. Um, and I mean, something like like Vinok is is probably runtime is five to eight minutes. Uh, we're gonna tighten stuff up. We're gonna you know figure that out, but it's pretty long. Um, so like Koji ID was about 30 seconds. Um, this is more of like a sequence, uh, cause it's kind of like a chain of events. It's, it's, she breaks in, she gets, we kind of intro establish, she breaks in, Batman shows up, uh, they have like a little chase, then there's a little fight, then she kind of like something happens, Superman shows up, some jokes, and then they're off and then maybe post credits, a quick snippet. Um, so we're like looking at, you know, between four and eight minutes. Um, but for like a TV show of high quality, um, that price tag is, is huge. And the quality is nowhere near what we're aiming for. Cause we're kind of trying to hit that like Disney or even further mm-hmm. quality wise. Now that we're able to hit that because there's so many great tools like TV paint and things like that, um, which kind of make things a little faster. But so you know, even talking TV budget, like uh, with the research I've done, I mean, something that's five to eight minutes is costing you two hundred, you know, two hundred thousand dollars or more for like high quality TV animation, which there's not a lot even on TV. So uh, hardly anything then. Just, yeah, yeah, so we're trying to do that for like twenty <laughs> twenty thousand. It's like hard to convince people. You know, it's like, well, I know that's a lot of money, but also like think if that's a human. And they're working their butt off, and that's what they make for the year that it takes to make this thing. You know, mm-hmm. it's like that one person, and we need ten, you know, at least. 
So it's like trying to make that clear to people is very hard, but it's not like it's a project that won't make any money. That's for sure. Hmm. Um, it's just a passion project. And um, it kind of started when I saw uh, Gabriel Sores. He's a um, concept character designer um, who had been looking at stuff for a while. And uh, he did this like, I think he just did an image of Superman holding this kid. Um, and I'm sure you can find it and throw it up. But it's uh, he has this like painterly style that's really cool. And it just like really had a lot of emotion behind it. And it it was just something I hadn't seen. Uh, you know, you've seen the, the 2D animated movies WB does, um, mm-hmm. which of course are on a budget but are always really cool. And then, of course, there's live action stuff, and then there's Teen Titans, and there's this very, they have a large variation of work, um, but something about that image was just like, I've never seen anything like this. And then I was like, what if we animated that style uh, um, at the high level that we were able to do for Koji? So that's kind of where it started. I don't know where it will end up, because, you know, I'm trying to do this for once try to be a budget uh, for myself. Um, but, you know, I don't know if we're going to be able to do that color style or not. Um, and whether that's in the budget I'm even asking for, I'm not sure. But that's kind of the goal. It was just that kind of sparked the, I bet we could do something cool and do some redesigns that would make it unique. And we could do something fun that kind of captured the feeling like, I got when I would see the intro to Batman the Animated Series, mm. where you're just like, "Whoa, why is the show not look like that?" Yeah. As a kid, you're like, "Why?" <laughs> and as an adult, you're like, "Oh, I know why." Yeah. <laughs> Eight oh, times yeah. as much in the whole episode, um, <laughs> but uh, kind of that. And then like, you no, know, it doesn't. Have, just because it's cool and fun doesn't mean it. It can't. Or just because it's cool action doesn't mean it can't be fun. I felt. I felt like a lot of the the animated movies were like what I wanted to see. And, and for a long time, there was none of it where you're just like, they're taking it seriously. Like the wonder woman movie, the animated wonder woman movie is still one of my favorite DC films. That's good. That's a good one. Yeah, it's great. And so I think there's absolutely a place for all this stuff, but there was something that was just like, why can't you have funny jokes uh, or moments in mixed with this cool action? Or why does it have to look so dark to still be cool or I don't know. I just felt like there was a, a pocket where like I just have fun and mix all this stuff and try to grow as a director and, you know, do something cool with my friends and not bankrupt myself. So that's where the Indiegogo <laughs> came in. Um, Cause Koji was all out of pocket and, and to create that, I, uh, that wasn't the goal at the beginning with Koji. So it was like a long process that ended up there. Um, but through that process, I learned, I met a ton of artists and kind of built like a cool little network of character designers and environment designers and, and like figured out my process and what I needed to do better and, and, and what was working and who I worked well with. I usually work with an artist named Gop Gap from Thailand. Um, Gabriel is from Brazil. So like everyone I'm working with on these things is all over the world, which is also a really cool thing as we, nice. as we move into, uh, you know, this digital age of, of collaborating and remote work and, and, and things like that. It's like, wow, this, you know, 
there are things about it that are definitely less efficient, but there are also things that you couldn't do. Like I couldn't, there's only one of him and we just click like me and Gobgap work on a ton of stuff together. We have a, a book coming out, a kid's book coming out later this year, hopefully. Yeah. We did two of them, but I don't know if both are coming out this year and he might, might be part of another thing. And yeah, I mean, these other artists, these animators and, and, and stuff like that. Some I met on Koji. Some are, I met at Blue Sky and Disney and other places. And um, you know, the team will have to grow as well. Again, from the internet. Um, and all these platforms have been really, really cool at finding artists. And yeah, you just go like when I was doing Koji, it was just like uh, you just trickle down the rabbit hole. You're like, oh, this person's stuff is really cool. Who else are they following? And then you're like, oh, oh, oh. And then you just like follow the followers down into the depths. And, and next thing you know, you're like, uh, one thing I like to discover was just like to stop being scared to reach out to people who you thought just were awesome. Um, and so that's been a cool thing too. Like I'll, I've reached out to a couple people where I'm just like, they're not going to respond and that's okay. Um, but at first I might think like, I kind of thought like not only, I didn't think they wouldn't respond. I thought they would respond and be mean or something. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, but people have, in this community are just so nice and, and willing to, you know, explain the situation or, or, um, give you their thoughts. I mean, it's been really cool. Um, cool. Cool. well, I love that uh, you went with, uh, poison Ivy as, as the villain. Because you don't see uh, you don't see much of her, um, and I like yeah. that you're sort of putting her up front as the main villain and not like a you know sub villain or something. But I like that. Yeah, That's pretty cool. Yeah, absolutely. And she's in the whole thing from she's the first character you see, and she's almost the last character you see. Um, and so for her, it was important. She's obviously like the most redesigned. Like the, the oh, other yeah. guys is like more proportions and and taking things from my favorite like superman is like belt belt underpants no underpants what kind of belt <laughs> like and the symbol of course is the most important and we did like a kingdom come but like a friendly one um <laughs> but it was like important that it f- still felt like an end to me uh as opposed to as abstract as kingdom come is even though i think it's super cool in kingdom come but it just didn't fit our short isn't quite that serious so um and batman same thing it's like we went like GG exaggerated the proportions of his belt. And, uh, we tried like different types of underwear, and then we didn't do it. And so it was a, a process, but it was like a smaller detail thing. Whereas Ivy was, she's like a complete redesign. Her her outfit, her attitude, her proportions. It was important for me that she felt like a character that you would be like, she's cool, um, as opposed to just like. Look at that sexy person. Like, hope she doesn't kiss me. Oh my god, I hope she doesn't kiss me. It's like, what? Like, that's this is 2018. Like that. that's the yeah. Hope she doesn't so, kiss me, and that's it. You're done. Yeah, I, I couldn't even think. When I was trying to think of her powers, I like, I was like, what? Like, what can she do? She kisses you, and it's poison. She's like, she makes plants come out of like the ground. Uh, like conveniently, like <laughs> it, I was like that was the cool. The kissing thing wasn't cool to me as a kid, and as an adult in 2018, I'm like I feel like that's not okay. <laughs> like, <laughs> that, that is the only feature of your female character. 
Um, <laughs> but the the vine stuff was always the cool thing. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, it's almost like a character who can talk to animals, right? It's like, whoa, she's controlling something we have no control of. And it was like, there's so many different kinds of plants, and and but it was like, where are they coming from? Like, you can't just be in in a bank and be like. And it's just like, oh, here they are, and you're like, where the what? Like, <laughs> yes. we're not in a greenhouse, or she had to be like conveniently in a park or a greenhouse. Yeah, in the like animated fight. series, yeah, they always like, okay, the fart, the the fart, the fart, the fart, the fart, the fight, the fight is in a greenhouse. It's yeah. Yeah. A giant greenhouse that yeah. no one ever goes to, or yeah. only she goes to. She's creating poison. She's doing that. So. What we did was, um, and you can kind of see it in the in the Indiegogo shots, but we didn't lose the vines. Um, they're definitely still very much apart. But what I did was I gave her kind of like this, it's almost like Green Lantern-ish power, where she carries a sack of beans. It's like Green Lantern Gambit had a baby with poison ivy. So it's like she, <laughs> she carries a sack of, of beans, like little, little nice. lima beans. And she basically has the power to, like, like gambit. Like, he can make anything explode, but he carries the cards because they're easy to toss in there. He can hold, hold a lot of them in a small package, right? So it's like, I guess if we thought it through longer, maybe she could make other things. This happened to other things, but at least within the short, she kind of uses these beans the whole time. She basically enchants them and kind of creates all different stuff out of these these plants everything's plant-based it's still very much ivy but it's, it's all vegan um, she has a... it's all vegan gmo free <laughs> um, but but yeah so she's got the vines helping her come in kind of a ribbon dancer style That's and cool. then um she helps it like it holds the case while she steals the crown and then she puts a bean in and it kind of becomes a crown like replacement and it's obviously not made of gems. It's like it's <laughs> it's made of the plants. It's very Indiana Jones. And then, um, like later, you see in that shot where Batman's dodging the vines. Like she throws them. They're kind of just like coming at him and kind of closing him off. And then um, later, we see like she actually creates like creatures and goons and and uh, like an, uh, a way to escape and things like that. So you see a little bit more of it. It's not fully like. It definitely feels like it has more potential. Yeah. Um, but it felt like a thing that was like a kid or a, a person would see that and go, oh, like, I want, what would I create? Kind of like Green Lantern. The first thing was like, what would you create? You know, because all from your mind. It's, 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 it brought that excitement of like, that's a cool power. That seems fun. That seems unique. It still, it still felt like Poison Eye, the original. It didn't feel like we were going too off brand, but it, it gave it this like exciting take that made it cool, or at least like when she's put up against Batman, you're like, well, yeah, his gadgets are cool, but that feels like a superpower that's cool, and so it it felt mm-hmm. even uh, as opposed to just like you're the dumb villain, I need to stop you, you don't really <laughs> do anything, um, and obviously Batman has like some of the best bad guys, which is what makes Batman oh, yeah. so cool, so. Mm-hmm. I also felt like I had to make the bad guy cool because uh, Batman's just Batman, which is cool. very cool, but um, <laughs> very yeah, much I, Batman. I like that. It kind of, I mean, the okay, the geek in me. So, like in the comics and everything that they've really been doing this, the green is what they've been calling it, uh, yeah. with uh, Swamp Thing, his connection to the green, and that that really kind of amps that up a little bit with her, where she has this yeah. connection to the green to really kind of like 
uh, just make stuff on her own. And yeah. I like that. I yeah. really like that. Yeah, it's that concept of just not being tied down by like something that makes complete nonsense. It's just complete nonsense. Yeah. <laughs> and then like focusing on. <laughs> Do you but also, yeah, just like proportion and, and style wise, we wanted to make her someone that that girls could look up to, and even guys and and boys could be like that. She's cool, not like she's pretty. And <laughs> yeah. she's still pretty, but she's you know capable. Yeah, definitely like her outfit. That's nice. Yeah. It's very stylish. Cosplay friendly. Cosplay oh, yeah. friendly. There we go. <laughs> Vegan and cosplay friendly. What more could you want? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's what I should be hashtagging. It would probably go further. <laughs> <laughs> Have you been watching Gotham? Do you watch Gotham? I haven't because I didn't start at the beginning. So now I've I've kind of been waiting uh, until it's okay. done and then I'm going to just binge yes. everything. Yeah, they're doing a Poison Ivy bit right now and I've seen like a little bit, but yeah. just like images and stuff. But they've changed yeah, the actors I, like three like, times. If I take too long on a show, I gotta wait it out. Yeah, because I'm like too scared it will like not end, and then I'll invest. <laughs> when it's gone that many seasons, if it's if it doesn't have an ending, I can't do that to yeah. myself. <laughs> yeah, this this seems like they got it. They're they're starting to kind of figure out an ending for it. Um, you gotta so yeah. the first season's pretty good. You gotta you gotta get through the second season. Um, cause they, they seem to not know exactly what they want to do with the second season. Yeah. But after that, it starts to get better. Yeah, it starts getting a lot better. Nice. Nice. Cool. So out of all your, you know, besides the, um, the Batman, <laughs> Binox appetite, um, besides that, uh, back to your other <laughs> stuff. Do you have like a favorite good. of something that you worked on that you're like, man, that was like a really fun project to work on, um, within the realm of sort of this, of being an animator. Yeah. Uh, uh, everything with Chris was the worst. Um, <laughs> but everything else was really yeah. good. No, that makes, uh, no. That makes a lot of sense. <laughs> <laughs> was probably the movie I'm the most proud of, like the end result. Um, and one of the, like I had a really good time working on it as well. Um, and so that's probably the top overall for me. Um, but Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs 2 was was off the top of my head my my best experience. Gotcha. Uh, like working on it was the most fun and um, it just was like a good time a good time in my life um, <laughs> from all aspects. It was, it was a lot going on that was was cool and it was kind of the first time at Sony where I was starting to get shots that I could actually like sink my teeth into and. The style was fun. The movie was fun. The directors were great, and everyone just trusted each other all the way up the nice. chain. Um, so both ways. So it just was like really smooth, and and you had opportunities to kind of, you know, there are definitely shots where you're just like, this is straightforward. This is what I need to do, and then there were shots where it was like, here's a canvas. Figure it out, and I hope <laughs> we like it. And you know, that's a lot of pressure, but at the same time, it was. Um, really, really fun. Um, a really, really fun project, and just cool. And I had been up there for a little bit, and that was when I was in Vancouver, BC. So uh, we had settled in, and it was it was just a good time. Good team, good team of people. Cool. So how did it how did it differ uh, working on the movies versus working on like the video games? Uh, is there a difference? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, uh, like process wise, there's a big difference. 
but like what you're doing i guess it was just a little more focused for me the video games i was on facial animation so depending on the game depending what department like you could be in-game animation like if it's call of duty you're doing all the different guns different reloads you know death cycles things like, like that um if you're in cinemax team you're doing when it cuts to that story mode you're doing that if it's keyframed you're animating like aka like you're putting keys down on you know there's no animation it's just a guy like this and they're like make it awesome um but <laughs> if it's mocap you're taking this and making it into you know smooth <laughs> and nice and you know it usually doesn't have fingers and the face depending um so for us i was working at a studio called image metrics which is focusing on software that made facial animation uh higher quality it basically like capture data they went through like a process that was pretty quick um, with a small team, and then it turned it into data. And then we basically had mocap data for the face without the people having to, without the actors having to wear um, any markers or anything. Gotcha. Um, so it allowed people to just work a little more streamlined or even get that from people who didn't have it. Um, obviously, they like had face cams or they were in a booth um, just sitting there. And it worked better when it was face cams because it went with the body acting. Whereas if it was from someone sitting in a booth afterwards, like they're never looking in the right direction. And they're like, their body might be doing this. And they're like, I don't know, Phil, like, should we do it? But really, when they did the body acting, they were like, I don't know, like, what should we do? And so now you have this calm head or whatever. And you're like, you're looking, you're doing everything wrong. You're, you're like, mouth is... You're like, hey, I'm a cowboy. And the whole <laughs> shot is like him on this side. Um, so so that was like, oh, some shots you just wipe and just animate them. Some shots you clean up the data. Some, for the most part, I was like taking the data, stripping it to like half as much data and then just animating normal. Um, but it was focused on facial animation for, for all those projects. Um, so it was like that's a much different process than yeah. than working on films. But even films, like depending what you're working on, is my workflow changes drastically between like a Sp- Spider Man and a and a Hotel T. It's like yeah. complete oh, yeah. different different <laughs> workflow, just and a different little style. style. Yeah, just a little, a little bit. <laughs> yeah, and like Guardians, like with you know with effects, it's different too because you could one day you're animating a character, one day you're animating like an effect like tentacles or or like a missile shooting or whatever or debris falling and spider-man i had one shot where he's like falls over the building and he's like slamming against it and it had to look super it was just a digi double so it had to look super realistic and then i did all the like debris falling and you're just thinking like where's the sim team at simulation team like hey can i get some simulation over here um but you're like i was animating all that stuff like satellite dishes falling and all this stuff and things coming at the screen and so like one day animating character you're thinking about how bodies move and the next minute you're like how is this breaking and falling and how do i have it hit the screen because it has to be the wipe but make that natural that this thing just perfectly slammed into camera you know so it's it's definitely like a mind shift even within the same shot sometimes. Um, but but it it was cool. Like games was different too because you'd, 
you do your thing and then you put it in the engine and then it would look completely different uh, as well because of the workflow we were doing. So um, depending what you're doing, that's not always the case. Um, and the engines now are so crazy good. Like Unreal is, and CryEngine are, are crazy right now. I just saw a CryEngine demo because GDC is coming up. So uh, all the good stuff is coming out uh, in the next couple of weeks. So someone, uh, my friend Ryan sent a link to to one of the things for CryEngine. It's, it's crazy. It's crazy what they're doing in real time, especially when you're working in film and yeah. stuff and you're seeing the process it takes to get, you know, maybe slightly better than what what they're doing right now, but mm-hmm. theirs is you can do whatever in it live and ours is hours and hours of rendering per frame. So we're just like, oh, we're we're out of a job. Yeah. I mean or, <laughs> well, I don't know out yet, but shifting for sure. Skynet is here. Our, AR advertisements aren't gonna animate themselves yet. So. <laughs> but yeah, I mean that's a whole Oh, that could be its own podcast. The future of <laughs> content future creation. of animation. Yeah. Um, well, let's uh, let's let's move on and just talk about some some fun stuff. What is it right now that you are geeking out about? Something in that whether it's TV or, or a movie or or a game or whatever it is. What is the what is it you're geeking out about? We like to ask all our guests that. Um, yeah, uh, a lot all at once. <laughs> uh, I'm trying. I would be geeking out about Avengers, but I'm trying to like I haven't watched the trailer yet. I'm just trying to stay away. It's like I'm I'm gonna see it, so I I know these trailers are always like the best parts. It's like either yeah. either the best story moments or the best parts. Or now trailers are so good sometimes when they actually put time into them that then I'm disappointed in the like I didn't the watch any of the Star Wars, uh, the latest Star Wars, Last Jedi, like past the first one and i saw the movie and i could talk about that for too long (laughs) ago i could too (laughs) let's just say i wasn't satisfied Um, you're in a room you're right now you're you're with uh fellow um people that are not satisfied Uh, okay so then i watched the trailer the main trailer after after already talking about my opinions with people and stuff like that of how I thought this should be the focus and this should be that and blah, 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 blah. And then I see the trailer and it's everything I wanted the movie to be. Yeah. And I'm like, thank <laughs> God I didn't see this because I would have even more been in the theater being like, what are we, what are we doing <laughs> over here, guys? Like, what the heck am I watching? So, <laughs> so, you know, it can work against you. And I don't want that for Avengers too. I don't want to see a trailer that's like, this is everything I want it to be. And then go in that theater and watch a movie that's, an hour too long, like every movie I've sat in the, the last year, and been like, "Why did I just? What did I just do?" Um, yeah, if you see the trailer, you're gonna think this is everything I want it to be because it is yeah. a really good trailer. I mean, to be fair, I think Avengers will be a lot of what I want it to be, and it's two parts, so uh, yeah, might not be rushed. Well, they, they're saying it's just the one part now. Yeah, but it's just the one. Now? They've backtracked just, on it. I mean, They've okay. got a finish four after, and they haven't given a title for it. And they're saying so it's a more, different no, story. What's the next? They're not doing like Avengers: Infinity War Part Two, like next. No, no, it's just okay. it's just Avengers: Infinity War, and then the next one right now is just titled Avengers Four. Um, and they're not really saying what it's about. They're saying it's a different story. The Wasp. The Falcon. Uh, Bucky. 
who's gonna be the next Captain America? Basically, I think it's uh, I, uh, I think it's gonna be called New Avengers. Yeah, and I think it's gonna be called Avengers Four, the Hawkeye movie everybody's been waiting for. I think it'll be <laughs> Avengers Four. Sorry about showing that weird X Men mutants trailer that scares everybody accidentally <laughs> in your kids' movies. <laughs> Have you seen that? Yeah. yeah. It's Great. creepy. I didn't know what that. I went to Ragnarok and that played, and I'm surrounded by kids, and I'm just like, because <laughs> people are bringing their like five year olds to Marvel movies, yeah. right, or, or younger, because Star Wars and and comics are for kids, even though it's all like extreme violence and yeah. and death, but and like swearing and whatever. But um, yeah, that came on, and I was just like, oh my god, like this is weird. And then I look over, and all the kids are like, oh, like parents are covering the kids. Like, it's cool that they're doing it if that's still yeah. happening, but I don't know if that's your like the market you're yeah. gonna hit. Yeah. Well, <laughs> no, the funny fine. thing about trailers to me also is uh, that you mentioned uh, watching the trailer that a lot of the trailers, the stuff that's in them, are not even in the movies anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Like, to be fair, to, to come to the defense of, of filmmaking, they're meant to be in the movie and then I'm taken out, hopefully for the betterment of yeah. the movie, or they're just like, we need, we need stuff. And they're making those decisions like yeah. before they even know what the story yeah. is. They're just like, we definitely need Thanos grabbing Captain America. And it's like, that's the only thing I've seen from the channel. Uh, <laughs> and then it's like... I don't know, like, you make that decision, and then who knows if that actually plays out, or you, you cut yeah. something from the beginning, and then that doesn't... But, yeah, a lot of these trailers... Like, are, a lot of the time, it's good stuff. Yeah, a lot of these trailers are made by different companies, even. Like, they're not made by, like, like Sony or Marvel or anything. They're just... They just have, okay, these are the finished shots that we have. Make a trailer yeah. out of it. <laughs> yeah. And, and like the director has no say in that stuff a lot of the time no. either because they're busy trying to make the movie that they've had three years to make in the in, and they're trying to make it in two months. Yeah, that's how we ended up with Suicide Squad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm old Well, school. that's like, hey, we have a turd. Let me um, <laughs> let me do what I can to sell it. I still haven't seen it. It's I, not too I bad. Feel it's like not, it was it's bad. not too bad. No. I, yeah, no, I don't know, that's man. A good I don't think it's up my alley. I, 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 even those trailers, I was like, I don't think this is gonna end. Like, even when they were announcing who was gonna be in it, just like character-wise, I was like, I don't. If you go into saw, it, if you go into it saying, "Hey, this is just gonna be a fun movie just to see these characters," yeah. then you'll like it. If you go into it thinking, "Okay, this story has to be perfect and everything," you know, this is what the comic yeah. books does, then you're gonna be like. Oh, you're gonna be like, yeah, that's done. <laughs> Sorry, gonna... yeah, that's fair. Toss your desk over. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, suicide squad. But uh, I'm I'm old school. We've talked about it on the show before. But I like a movie when the movie had one trailer, one trailer only. Yeah, it left a mystery, but it made you want to see it. And I feel like today yeah. it's like teaser for a teaser trailer, and like right. sixteen different well, trailers. Now, and like, now you have the teaser to the trailer before the trailer, like on the same video, yeah. like on yeah. YouTube or whatever. You'll see like the best part of the trailer before you see the trailer, because they have to get you to stop from scrolling past it, right? Because it auto plays, and then you're like, okay, I'll watch it. But I understand why. But at the same time, I'm just like, 
But now I don't have a reason to watch the trailer. And then I watch the trailer, and I'm like, now I don't have a reason to watch the movie. <laughs> but they just want your butt in the seat, right? Mm-hmm. It's tra- it has to convince you to get your butt in the seat. That's the problem. As opposed to tell you that the movie is coming out. Like, yeah. Incredibles teaser trailer is still any movie, live action, animated, whatever. That's still my favorite teaser trailer of all time. Is like... Of him like trying to put on his belt, oh, and yeah. it pops off, and that was back when like there wasn't. I don't think there was YouTube at that point, uh, but uh, I don't think. Um, but it was like Pixar movie would come out with the trailer to like the teaser of what the Pixar movie was going to be next year. Yeah, and so it was exciting to go see a Pixar movie because you got to see what the next movie would be. It was like this is the only way to see what it's going to be until this thing's on DVD, which used to take a, a year. I remember waiting for Jurassic Park to come out on VHS, and I was just like, "Oh yeah." it, it probably took like a year, but as a kid, it felt like it took like eight. And then <laughs> all, it finally came out, and I was just like, oh my god, I, it's finally here. It definitely yeah, took longer. All longer than now. Now it's yeah. like three months. Well, Rob, I mean, Jumanji <laughs> is still out in some theaters, and you can watch it at home. Yeah. So yeah. it's Greatest Showman. That's uh, yeah. still yeah. playing out there, and it just came out on iTunes. Uh, uh, you know, Oscar buzz. You got to get people who are yeah. still interested. What did you think of Justice League? Uh-huh. I don't know if you guys talked. But... Uh, uh, go ahead, Chris. I <laughs> check it, Chris. Um, I, I I enjoyed it. There were certain things about it I enjoyed. There's definitely stuff that like I can, you can tell the two directors had their hands in it. Um, and you can yeah. tell there was just like their story wise or just things that didn't quite click yet. And they were trying to like almost they were already trying to reset things they did in other movies. Um, but I overall, I had a fun time with it. Um, the yeah. the Superman flash scene, like the yeah. Superman fighting the team was yeah. awesome. I love yeah. that scene. Yes. It's great. Like that's yeah. with the whole movie like this. <laughs> yeah. I, yes. <laughs> I think that's I think that's why you end up with a movie like that though is because they make that scene they're like I want a whole movie like this and then they forget <laughs> about writing a movie. Well, it's it's just that it's it, it I seemed like it was okay. Into it, yeah, it was okay. It was a fun movie. I didn't like the the bad guy, the villain. Yeah. I thought it was just dumb. Generic video game yeah. villain. Yeah. It was to begin with, I mean, it's just it's not the best villain to pick. It's Steppenwolf. I mean, like even in the comics, I mean, he's and, and the animated shows, he's more of a joke than anything. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't understand how. He, I mean, it's just a rush, right? It's like, yeah, it, it's doing all the wrong things. It's like, hey, look what they're doing. We need to do that instead of like, hey, why are people interested in that? Oh, because they did all this stuff. It's like this. Marvel started out with the best movie that they've made, as far as I'm concerned. Iron Man is the best movie they've ever made, and, and it led up to Avengers. Because you're attached to the characters and you've made continuously good movies that attach you to the characters. So then you're like, oh, it's all my characters that I've invested time in that I care about. Instead of, hey, we've made two movies, you know, you hated half of them. Now <laughs> you get to watch uh, one that was rushed together with two directors and it's more the same of like, you know, those things you didn't like about those other ones, how they were too long and didn't have any story connecting these couple trailer moments. It's like that. And you're like, well, like, yes, it's cool and it has cool moments, but they're still not, they don't care about the characters. That's 
That's why it frustrates I me. Think it's like, you just spent three hours and you didn't tell me anything about anybody and everything was just a quick solve to get to the next... The whole Superman... How they got Superman <laughs> awake. Superman's death itself is... is oh, like, yeah. How are we already using Superman's death, one? And then how is he coming <laughs> back in, with, like, someone saying, clear... <laughs> like, Superman's dead. Get the defibrillator. Okay, he's back. Uh, like, wait, what? Like, this has only been ha- basically thirty minutes between him dying and him coming back, and it's crazy. Like, I want it to be successful. I want people. Mm-hmm. To, I want them to make something that's just. Good. I want to go into it and be like, I don't know about this one, and then just be like. What they did it. That's why I like <laughs> seeing the animated stuff, like the animated Wonder Woman movie, and then even mm-hmm. the live action Wonder Woman movie, which I think borrowed heavily from that. And yeah, I'm that was, like, I like that one a lot. But I don't think the live action Wonder Woman movie is anywhere close to the animated one. <laughs> Visually, it's great, and the acting was fine, but like the story and how it plays out is just like. It was just, and it's been a while since I've seen that, to be fair. But it just, like, played so much more like a movie that had been, like, the beats had been thought out and the 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 char- you cared about the character and you, you followed the character. And Wonder Woman, like, I think is probably the best live-action WB uh, or live-action DC mm-hmm. movie uh, they've released. But it still left me with, like a lot to be desired um and i know that's like a huge movie for for women and and a huge success for dc because i I, like i said i think it's the best one they've done but it's just like well you could have done even better (laughs) like and you did you did it right there um so that's frustrating (laughs) to me but you know it's cool to see these i mean as a nerd like it's just I remember watching the Captain America on the motorcycle movie. I think it's the one where he like steals the car, uh, and like the Spider Man where, uh, you know, it's just like they're turning. It's old Batman style yep. where they're like turning yeah. the camera sideways. Those were like the only two Marvel movies. There were no DC ones. There was just uh, like Michael Keaton Batman, which was amazing, um, mm-hmm. and then there was like. TV Batman, which was like I, I didn't land. That wasn't like my age group because um, it was a little too old for me. And it was like then when I got older, it was too cartoony. And it's it's like enjoyable for different reasons. But um, so until Nolan's Batman, it's like it didn't feel like there were DC movies for me. Um, but like live action. But I remember watching those Marvel ones. So then when Iron Man came out, I was just like, oh my god. And then they were like. You're not bankrupt, Marvel. Let's make 4,000 movies. I was like, yeah. So I'm just excited that these things are getting made and they look, if there's one scene like Superman and Flash in there, I'm like, oh my God, that exists and I can watch it mm-hmm. 100 times. Yeah. So it's still cool. Yeah, I've, got, uh, I've got hopes for the DC. I mean, yeah. Jeff Johns um, is more heavily involved with it now. And yeah. he's, he's always been involved with the animated movies. Yeah. And he's like a big creative force behind the comics. So I, I definitely have more hope that he's yeah. involved with that. Um, I think yeah, the individual... Like movies, That's what the S stands I for, think... so... No. Hope? Hope. hope. No. <laughs> I thought you meant Jeff. Jeff, Jeff. No, S. That's what the, that's yeah, what the, yeah, whole, the whole Superman movie or whatever. The S, hey, the S yeah, stands yeah. for hope. 
Oh, yeah. but it's an S. <laughs> I didn't hate Man of Steel. I know I like a lot it. of people give that one a hard time, but I honestly don't think it's, it's I'll, that, I'll that like bad. Man of Steel because for the first time it wasn't like a really like I mean, a lot of people like the Christopher Reeves Superman, but yeah. to me that wasn't necessarily my Superman because oh, he yeah. was just like my Superman really is happened. Tom Welling, like, so that's my Superman. Tom Welling. Uh, well, he was Tom never Welling. Superman. Well, at the very, oh. very end. At the end, I watched that with Chris live. Yeah, we did. Oh, that love yeah. Smallville. That's one of my favorite shows. Ever, yeah, Smallville nights. He, him, him and his wife. Smallville. I was able to watch it. Stop watching for like five years and then come back to it and watch, you know, in time to watch the finale live. It was on for a long time. Yeah, but he did. Yeah. I consider that Superman at the yeah. end. Yeah, he's Superman at the end. Yeah. I just, but if you, if for the longest time, if you ask the actor Tom Willing, he's like, I, I didn't play Superman, I played Clark Kent. Yeah, well, he, was, he would tell a, people that's that. just an actor being an actor. <laughs> yeah, just like ridiculous. Now apparently he's like more accepting of it. Like, yeah, okay, I played Superman. Yeah, I know. <laughs> That's because he grew up a little bit. Convinced. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I, sorry, I turned the subject onto DC movies because I was no, curious no, what you were saying. Well, we did. We haven't really talked about Justice. Small or uh, Justice League because I, I just now watched it like the other day. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, so we hadn't really got the chance to talk about it. But yeah, I mean, it was what it was. <laughs> yeah, my big problem with I, Wonder Woman was the same big problem with uh, Justice League. The the bad guy didn't care for him. Yeah, and either one. Yeah. I like yeah. Justice League more than Batman versus Superman. I oh, can say that. Yeah, yeah, me too. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I did not. I, I left Batman versus Superman going. What I thought I was watching a <laughs> Batman and Superman movie. What what just happened? Like what did I see? What just happened is usually what I say yeah. coming out of these movies. <laughs> Actually, I say that could have been 30 minutes shorter without a second thought. Oh, I That's was too because I, I, had to, I had to pee like through the whole last half yeah. of it. And I'm like, okay, yeah. it's got to be over soon. I'm just going to hold it. It's got to be over. And it kept going. And I like pushed ladies out of the way to get out of there at the end. I'm like, get out of the way. I got to go to the bathroom. That was too long. <laughs> you can just go. You're not gonna miss anything. Yeah. Take the Wait, just just minutes. go to the bathroom in the theater, or yeah, just take the two minutes and come back. <laughs> You're not gonna miss anything. I'll probably just go for seat, just right there. You, you just go well, I mean, if, yeah, that's the dedicated response. How you doing, Catered? We haven't heard from you. Are you still there? I'm here. <laughs> He's just hanging on for his life. I'm hanging on. I'm here. <laughs> You haven't seen Justice League, have you? I haven't, but I was just looking, and it it is at Redbox, along with uh, uh, Ferdinand and what uh, Pitch Perfect Three. I was like, there's some movies I need to go see. I'm not a big movie goer. Uh, we'll we'll watch them eventually. Uh, is what the way we do it. <laughs> you gotta get a movie pass. Do do yeah, we just I fall asleep too easy in movies, so was, oh, which means right. I guess that would make it worth it. He's an old pass. man, but I, you yeah. Know, yeah, listeners, if you don't know, Catron uh, is like in his eighties. <laughs> can't see him, but he is like oh, eighty three now. Since college, I mean, it's like <laughs> it's like I remember it well. The first time this ever happened really was during uh, we were watching uh, Fellowship of the Ring. 
And um, I, it was all I could do to stay awake for most of it because it was so long. It was one of the first long, really long movies I feel like that I re- uh, remember well, I guess. And um, and it was, you know, whatever. But it, it, so it's just from then on, I, I there are very few movies that I can stay a- awake uh, for the whole thing <laughs> a lot of times. So so it's like it's a waste of money because it's a lot of money just to go and and sleep in a non comfortable place, you know. <laughs> <laughs> That's and, your problem. Uh, you got to go to more comfortable theaters, yeah. and you yeah, got to right. get a movie pass so it's cheaper, yeah. and then you won't be so bad. I go to the. I mean, Fellowship is not your average movie oh, going yeah. experience, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. And, and I've been to others and stayed stayed awake, you know. So it's not every single movie, but it's yeah. it happens a lot. And then and nowadays, it's I have a six year old, so it's it's if we go to a movie, it's Ninjago, it's. Um, uh, Cars three, it's you know it's yeah. it, it's the kids and, and I can stay awake with those pretty well, but mostly because I'm like shut up, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Watch the> movie. <laughs> well, well, there's a new mutants movie that I'm sure you're yeah, gonna want to hit take, up with your six year old. I did watch yeah. Jumanji yeah. last night, the new one. I haven't seen it yet. It was really good. It's good. It's it was fun. fun. It, was it was really good. Like a yeah, fun it's movie. Surprisingly good. Like it's surprisingly good. Like uh, I went in going like, eh, whatever. It'll be a popcorn yeah. movie, and uh, it was actually pretty funny. I laughed at the whole uh, thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's. Uh, I, I, I. I'm hit and miss with. I love Dwayne Johnson, but I'm hit or miss with with uh, Kevin Hart. Well, the thing that made it really funny is that the that those actors are playing teenagers stuck in. Like adult bodies, so that was right, just like, right, right. It was like ridiculous, and it was just like Jack Black was like a, a teenage girl stuck in Jack Black's body was like hilarious. Right. I mean, right, it was right, just yeah. funny to watch. It's funny. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, Karen uh, Gillian. All was right, great I'll give it a watch. Yeah. Ken, is it like kid safe? What's the cap? Uh, there's like a couple <laughs> of yeah. There's a couple of um, <laughs> Jack Black scenes because it's a girl stuck in a male's body where it's like oh what's yeah. down there oh look there's a handle <laughs> stuff that's like fine. that but that's yeah, about yeah. that's about it my kid can handle that he knows he's aware of what's down there <laughs> <laughs> i think that was about it right Chris? oh yeah this is, yeah yeah he's that, aware that of scene, his... yeah, yeah, it was funny the, though the it is really funny. It's like, though. oh, I yeah. handle this. is so much easier. A lot of that stuff, too, is like it's either over their head or it's fine. Yeah. 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 So that kind a lot of stuff, stuff I think, if it's, over if it's dialogue stuff, head. it's usually, yeah. it's like if it's not appropriate, or they're not going to get it. If otherwise, yeah. they already know. I mean, there's um, a close up. There's a close up of Yeah. <laughs> it's not Step Brothers. <laughs> yeah. Of the handle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I look exclusively for warnings of handles. <laughs> <laughs> but it was like you were watching a video game because basically they had right. their they had their like three lives and it it was right. fun. It was just a fun movie. Um, yeah. Yeah, if you uh, like if you like the rock, you'll like it. Um, all right. I'll... Yeah, he was funny. <laughs> all the cast was I'll funny. Go, I'll go. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to watch it and go, what, is, what the crap? What is this? <laughs> <laughs> this the horrible Stupid I am geek people. <laughs> I love the original one. So it's hard to like. That's the thing with these th- these reboots is like, I wish it just wasn't named that. Yeah, it's like, not really a reboot. No. Like, yeah. Like it, 
it's it's a continue. It's just it's a different story with with a similar premise. Like it, it's yeah. like, it's a it's a, it's a it takes place in the same world. To life. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, it's basically the the game at which I don't well if you've seen a trailer it doesn't give it away. The game has to change to be able for people for it to continue living if you want if you want to say it that way because board games are out so this game that's a living thing has to turn into a video game so people will um, feed off so they can feed off of it or whatever yeah Yeah. so it's a horror movie it's a game that eats people. Yeah. Well, the first <laughs> wow. one is kind of a horror movie. Yeah. Like it could yeah, definitely have turned. Yeah. It could turn even darker than it was, but it was it was dark in its premise and like I don't know. I like I love the original, including the horrible mm. CG monkeys. And, and <laughs> what do you mean? Wild Robin Williams. Those are amazing. Well, at the time they were. Yeah. Those are better monkeys than a uh, crystal skull. What are you talking about? That's uh Kirsten Dunst, right? Yeah, Kirsten Dunst, yeah. 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 Little yeah. Little cutie. That yeah, that I mean I feel that <laughs> I'm just gonna move past that. Uh, <laughs> that's how I feel about the new Han Solo. We're her same age, so when it came out it's okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's not for you to say it now, like you just watched it. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, no, no. <laughs> Back then, Listen, I, I just watched Jumanji, and this is what I'm taking from it. <laughs> the uh, it's well, we knew that. That's how we feel. Like uh, that's how I feel about Han the Han Solo trailer. Is I'm like, man, I would be so much more bad for this if this wasn't Han Solo. Like uh... I, for me, like I don't need it to be at all. Like, it doesn't do anything for me knowing that's, oh, my God, this is, yeah like, I, this is him young. Like, nothing that happens really forms him because he's just, this is who he is. It's just like, I don't need to know that. I thought that was kind of what the prequels showed is, like, we don't need to know this about, like, <laughs> like every little thing. It's like, yeah, but why? But why? It's like, just, this is the universe. Like, that's what I'm kind of waiting for with Star Wars. It's just like. We get it. This is universe. Let's let's explore some new characters. Let's see yeah, this other guy have an awesome movie. Like, why does it have to be Han Solo? That's what I liked I about Rogue One uh, because it took like a whole. Even though it was still in the same like storyline, it took a whole yeah. separate yeah. characters that we didn't know anything about and we learned yeah. about them. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, and it was a whole different like you know it was the war side of it, so it's different than yeah. the I want to be a Jedi side of it and. I mean, Force Awakens is up until they get on the uh, uh, Millennium Falcon is, I'm like, yeah, brand new characters. I like them. Mm-hmm. I like I like those characters. I know this goes both ways. Like some people prefer Rogue and some people hate one or the other. Um, I care about the characters more from Force Awakens, whether it's a rehash or whatever you want to say about it. I cared about those characters at least finn and um mm-hmm. and and kind of the main cast but it's like with rogue i i didn't quite care enough it was like a lot of stuff thrown at me in a way that wasn't like very connected to the character um i kind of compare it to like 
that team comes together in Rogue One compared to how the team comes together in Guardians of the Galaxy is vastly different. One is like mm-hmm. every time it's like a spaceship going to a new planet, and then it's just like, "Hey, come with me." Yeah. And then like <laughs> Guardians is like, "Hey, this feels natural," and like, "Oh, we're we're not all with each other right away," and "Oh, we all have a purpose and a goal and why we're here," and it seems thought out and 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 you seem invested and there's enough variation that you like gravitate towards one or at least they're serving a purpose. And with Rogue, I was like, I just, this is fine and it's cool that it's new people, but I don't care that as much as I would feel like I should. And then the way that ends and everything, I'm like, the whole purpose of this movie is like, I should care about these characters. <laughs> and, like, and otherwise this doesn't work. This, this They're all thing. dead now, spoiler. so you don't have to care. They're all, all right, dead. All right, spoiler. Well, yeah. <laughs> I didn't say it. But yeah, like that's the if they if, if you've li- are, if you're listening that's, to this and you haven't seen Rogue One, then yeah. I'm sorry, that's your fault. You had 47 <laughs> episodes to get on yeah. on board. <laughs> yeah, not bad. no, I mean that that's like the ending didn't work for me. I was like, that's a bold choice, and I like it, but it didn't work because I don't care about any of these people, and and that's just me. I'm not saying. This. How dare you? Yeah, like me hating the human race and and yeah. do not developing the character. That just those two things. Uh, yeah. I um, it's you know it's it's there's a lot of good things about that movie for sure. Um, but for me, like if I were going to compare those two, for me personally, I gravitated towards the Force Awakens characters. I was on board with them very quickly. I like the Force Awakens characters. I, I mean, I liked them a lot. I loved them until Last Jedi, and then I didn't like them yeah. that much anymore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm with you. Yeah. That's the alternate universe. That's like Earth. Uh, I 50. wish. I Earth. wish. Because <laughs> I really, I loved Finn and Poe, yeah. and then I felt like for The Last Jedi, I was like, Let's throw a little Benny Hill in here. You know, they're going to be our sort of goofy characters that run around in circles and go through doors and like Scooby-Doo. I, I don't I know. know. But without, <laughs> like, surrounding him with those characters, BB-8 couldn't have controlled the walker. BB-8 does everything. I mean, that's the what the movie's made around, right? That one moment. It's just frustrating when you see, like, as a fan, you see so many things. And I understand, like, knowing how movies are made, and it's incredible that any movie ever gets made, uh, just period. Then even when they start, you're like, how is this not a horrible, horrible thing? Uh, Especially if it's something people (laughs) care about or people are like, we need to make a gajillion dollars on. But, you know, as a fan, you're like... You see these things, and there's a lot of elements in there, too. Like the DC, even like Justice League, right? You're like, man, there's a lot of elements in here that are just awesome. Um, even Man of Steel, like I feel like that mm-hmm. movie's pretty solid until the last quarter or so. Um, and that's, <laughs> yeah. I think, where it falls apart for most people. But it's like, well, you could have spent some of that time in the beginning. And it's just like you see these elements that are working so good. You see the – like that's why seeing the trailer for Last Jedi is so frustrating because I'm like – this has all the focus of what this could have been of like the best parts. It's like Luke is the best part. His relationship to her is the best part. They're uh, like, um, you know, my my brain is just dying on me. But uh, like Kylo's relationship to her to her is is so interesting. And 
mm-hmm. like that dynamic between the three of like old, new, dark, light, like, yeah. and these dark and light are confused from the very start. Whereas Luke was like, yeah, I'm good. And then, oh, wait, I'm confused. And to us, Darth Vader is always bad, you know, until, until spoiler. He's kind of not. Um, but nineteen ninety eighty six like uh, it's, it's just like this inability for a lot of movies now to like have that focus that maybe another pass is needed that you you never quite get to because everything is moving and everyone has opinions and you got to fit this and dodge these things and and create a movie around stuff and I understand the process but. It's like when you see it in there and it takes three and a half hours to, to kind of tell you nothing or to like spend time doing all this stuff that like matters zero percent or at the very least could have waited till the next movie. Mm. Yeah. Like <laughs> like if you're thinking of Star Wars, it's like number two is the one that's like all the all the heart. Right. It's like the first one is like world building, character building. The second one is like takes the characters to the next level. The third one is like look at all your favorite things and holy cow, what a ride. Right. Mm-hmm. And then you're like trilogy. Um, cause you got to go out on a bang. And I feel like for the first time for me personally, watching last Jedi, I was like, I'm not a lot of things were tied up too. So it just like left yeah. nothing where I was like, I'm excited for what's next. I, like I was just kind of like, okay, like I'm, they haven't, nothing's open. Right. There's a kid with a broom. I mean, come on. The kid with a broom for the next one. Unrelated, like, like, yeah. That was probably the best part. Strangely enough, I think I think that that's gonna go into Ryan Ryan Johnson's new trilogy. He has. I think it's gonna be. uh, That's. I think he's like. I think he put all that in there to be like. Guess what? I'm making another trilogy, and this is what it's going to revolve around. These characters you don't know about. Um, Yeah. I I mean, good on them, and everyone's got a plan. And, you know, with a movie that big, it could have been a lot different. And I know a lot of people who really enjoyed it as well. Yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. And it definitely has elements that I loved. Uh, It just, yeah, again, that trailer. Just make that movie. And I'm a happy, happy man. But I'm sure other people would be unhappy, and a lot of my tastes are not, you know, general market. Of, like, that's very true. Let's please as many people as possible. <laughs> I mean, that's with those big movies, you can't. Yeah. At this stage, you can't do that. It's like we. There's a reason. I mean, technically, that's a Disney movie. I was gonna say like Disney movie. Disney is great at at knowing what the most people really like, and then pushing it a little bit further. So it's, just, yeah. it's 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 like vanilla plus, right? Um, but you're never gonna get like maybe like they let Pixar do a little bit more, but even still, it's like you're it's too much of a risk to create a uh, what was that movie called? Uh, now I'm blanking with uh, Oscar Isaac with the well, robot. Oscar Isaac with the robot. Uh, did he freeze? I think he's he's either frozen. Did everyone freeze? Oh, I think I've lost everybody. Well, um, everyone froze on me, so <laughs> we've reached our hour. 
mark anyways and everybody's just dipping off so i'm gonna wrap it up i'll try to get them back here in a minute if i don't uh thanks for joining us on are you guys back there we are uh no no not. i'm back uh, no, i'm back man. oh there we go there we go everybody wow. froze X, X machina <laughs> <laughs> so you can just cut it out now it doesn't matter the whole yeah thing. oh now i have to edit no i'll probably just leave it in it was just no, me just talking me. Saying, so i uh, just left right and then i came back he came everybody froze on my end yeah, yeah i just, kept, I yeah, just kept talking uh so it has me going well i guess everybody's gone um <laughs> so i'll wrap it up uh but we are it's it's like an hour eight um so we need to wrap it up anyways. It's I did, all oh, Chris's fault. Yeah, it's all Chris's fault. It, it, it usually is. Hey, That's Chris, I, and I did watch um, Coco again. I watched Coco for the first time. Um, Uh-oh. I fell asleep during it. Sorry. <laughs> I didn't work on it. So That's an Oscar winner. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I fell asleep, yeah. and then when I woke up and realized what was going on, I was like, this is a kid's movie? Um, I don't want to spoil it. It is. It is. Ended and shifted into another movie without him knowing. <laughs> I just, you know, I don't know. I, it was okay. I preferred the one that Chris worked on. Uh, <laughs> Book of Life? Uh, Book, Book of Life. Life. I, I preferred Book of Life. Oh, thank you. I didn't fall asleep on that one. That. No, I didn't fall <laughs> I don't know. Uh, it's just... Uh, <laughs> There was murder. There was murder. There was murder. There was, mur- there yeah. was the whole plot was about a murder. And uh, <laughs> best kind of movie. As a Pixar movie, I wasn't really. I didn't like that. So, what was? I yeah. mean, I guess it's like. Uh... <laughs> so I tossed it out there. That way, I could I'm put Coco in the uh, in Pixar the... movies with murder. Uh, I don't think. I mean, there's deaths in some because it's Disney. Well, the there, villains, but, yeah, but there's not like there's not like straight up murder. <laughs> yeah, yeah. In Big Hero Six, he kind of murders his brother. Uh, well, I don't think he, he didn't mean to. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't straight up cold blooded. That's hate. what they all say. I'm going to give you points. It's an accident. <laughs> it just kind of escalated, and you know, he was going to leave with his song. And then he just kind of, I just kind of killed him. You know, these things happen. It was a churro. But I watched it with my three-year-old. So I'm sitting there like, he's like, oh, what's what's going on? I'm like, murder, son. Straight up murder. uh, I still remember, I know we're coming to an end, but now that we're on this topic, uh, I still remember, I won't say what, but uh, in theaters seeing Tarzan and how like, how that ends. And I was just like, like turn to my dad. I remember turning to my dad, and he had what I now understand of that face of like, how's he, how's he taking this, right? It's like, how much of that did he understand, and uh, am I gonna have to have a talk? You know, it was that kind of face, know. just I, like, oh, yeah, I wasn't expecting this as a parent. Our dad took me to see uh, Terminator Two when I was a kid, so <laughs> that's, a, that's a little different. <laughs> I, I feel like Tarzan's death is more is worse. We go from Coco to Terminator Two. I, 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 I'm saying I was. I mean, it didn't. Bo- I must, didn't bother me. I, I must not remember right. Tarzan. What happens at the end of Tarzan? Tarzan he, he he's yeah. like cutting 
the vines. He's like he's like all tangled in the vines. And he's like cutting, and Tarzan's like stop, and he's like no, I want to kill you. And then he cuts the vine that's like holding him up, and then he's like, uh, what he hangs? Oh, he like oh. It like hangs, yeah, yeah. and then you, you see, see the shadow, shadow of his yeah. legs like oh, wonderful. hanging. Go Disney. So, for Matt, for me, that was like the most scarring. And then um, <laughs> Terminator Two was like so ridiculous that I I didn't like click for me as a kid as like ultra violent. It was almost like a cartoon, which is weird because I'm saying it was darker than the cartoon, but <laughs> or less less dark than the cartoon. Yeah. But that one's like so like I saw it later, <laughs> I guess. But um, we could do a whole episode on on the movies that scarred us as children. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> I bet they'd be surprising. Yeah, they would be. Uh, Transformers, the movie. That, that, just scarred everybody. Yeah, that's for a different way. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, the, the, the cartoon, the animated uh, one. Oh. Not the, not, yeah, op- is that because one Optimus? Prime. Di- with Optimus? Yeah, Optimus yeah. died, and I apparently like, was bawling. Yeah. That's the one that, um, <laughs> that's the one that, like, they cussed and everything. That was like the first animated yeah. movie. Where they like cuss and the parents are like, "What is happening? We've got <laughs> robots dying and cussing." And I, I was crying in uh, Michael Bay's Transformers too. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody was yeah. that for much different reasons. Yeah, <laughs> just for society. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so yeah, so yeah, we're already in, uh, we could probably talk for forever about this stuff, but. Um, I guess oh, it's sorry. time to wrap it up. Coco was okay from what I saw of it. I need to go back and watch the whole thing. Uh, the music was really good. I like the music. Uh, but anyways. Uh, so, Alex, thanks for coming on. Uh, thanks for taking yeah. time out of wrangling sharks and animating uh, to, to come on and just chat with us. And, and we'll make sure we put that description um, cool. where they can go um, to support your work. Indiegogo. Yeah, the Indiegogo. Where they can go support uh, this making a... Uh, Vinok appetite uh, come to life, or Vinok, or yeah, we got. I think whatever. we have a week from tomorrow, so we're we're in the final stretch here. So if you can swing by, share it, whatever you guys can do. If you've made it this far through this podcast without <laughs> hating me, uh, please help me out and the team out, and that would be awesome. Cool. Even just a share. Star Wars. <laughs> I'm not giving him money. Is that is the, that's the. <laughs> that's the title to the thing yeah. episode yeah. 48 the star wars hater <laughs> star wars hater I only... <laughs> hate is a strong word yeah i'm not quite there yet <laughs> i should be but i'm not i need to watch it again me too else. <laughs> anyways uh so thanks for being on um and you know hopefully chris has a nice place for you in his animator's vault when he throws you back in there with the rest yeah, of the crew. Yeah, there should be another thing coming uh, down the pipe too that I haven't talked about. Oh. Um, oh. But I don't think that'll be a campaign or anything. That'll just be a fun, another fun fan thing to keep mm-hmm. growing and learning. Okay. Have you back on though? Yeah, oh. so episode uh, 96. Double me up. Oh, I hope so. Put me down for 90. Oh. I want episode 100. Or I'm not coming back. <laughs> we'll see how this we'll one see does. See how this one does. <laughs> yeah, well, 50, you know. <laughs> uh, well, in that case, yeah, I'll see you at, at 170. 
Well, <laughs> since you since you know uh, Joshua uh, Slicer was on last week, uh, we'll give you this. This way you can compete with him. Last week, uh, if you listen to the whole thing, we came up with another character, Millie the Millipede. So just take that, run with it, and you'll be like, you'll get Lucas the Spider. He's already mind. working on it. I'm already, <laughs> I'm already a week behind. <laughs> He's like, oh, Millie the Millipede is. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> No, it should be cool. It's another fan thing. Uh, it's going to be CG, and and uh, hopefully I'll have stuff about that uh, more close to like June, July. If I decide to share it. I don't know if I'll be sharing oh. stuff, but maybe just a sneak image oh. or two from it. Nice. I'll look forward to seeing what it is. Mm-hmm. You can tell us after we uh, stop recording. Yeah, no one else can know. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm pressing it. I'm pressing it. <laughs> Exclusive. Recording, recording. <laughs> Anyways, thanks for coming on. Uh, again, for those listening, check us out um, on Twitter, on Facebook, on, on YouTube. We, if you look up I Am Geek Show, uh, you'll find us on all that stuff on Instagram. Uh, please like, share, comment, subscribe. Uh, whatever you can do uh we're trying to get this out there to more and more people um and then next week he's coming back he's making his like 16th appearance i don't know how many times he's been on but ray chase will be back he's he's back from disney world and we're gonna have a fun disney episode with ray chase the next week and then for the 50th episode coming up we got a very special secret guest that we're not announcing yet very secret Ooh. Ooh, some of our listeners will know who he is and then some of them won't but it's okay uh, <laughs> very secretive guess I may give little hints on, on on social media coming up about the 50th episode anyway so we've got a lot of guests coming up a lot of fun stuff coming up but again thank you Alex and until next time this has been I Am Geek